G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Wednesday, the 1st of December. How good. We've made it. We've made it to the festive season. December is here. Christmas is fast approaching. How good. Good. We've got a good Wednesday for you today. We're going to start off with Baz and Izzy's radio frequencies again today, team. 12.60 a.m. is our Autotahi Christchurch frequency, and we're giving you the chance to win 1260 bucks heading into the Christmas season. I want to get one of you paid so you can buy some special person a nice wee present heading into Christmas. So there you go. First question and answer. What part of Evander Holyfield's body did Mike Tyson bite? The answer, the ear. What part of Evander Holyfield's body did Mike Tyson bite? The answer is his ear. So there you go. That is the first question and answer for Baz and Izzy's radio frequencies just after 8 o'clock. Make sure you stay tuned. And since it comes, as soon as it's 8 o'clock, hit the phone line. 0800 We're going to go take caller number 12 this time. So you've got to give it a good ring. Be in the chance, and it could be you. There you go. And what else we got on the show today? We've got the All Whites. They've been tracking pretty well as of late with three wins on the bounce. Yesterday it was confirmed they play a qualifying tournament in Qatar. Andrew Pregnell is New Zealand's football CEO, and he'll join us to chat about the challenges the All Whites face in March, getting them to qualify for FIFA 2022. So Andrew Pragnall is the CEO, and he's going to join us to talk about the challenges that they face and the success of the All-Whites as of late. And, uh, yeah, so I'm really looking forward to chatting to Andrew Pragnall. And then time to talk some NRL and some noise flying around over the ditch, players signing here and there, players saying they want to win a title and another jersey. We thought would add to it and get Tony Kemp on the line to stir the pot. So we've got Tony Kent joining us at about 7.40 this morning. He's going to talk to us about the NRL, the Warriors' hopes, you know, how they're tracking, and then talk about the signing. Brandon Smith and his podcast has created a bit of a storm over the ditch, and we're going to talk to Tony Kent about that. And then 8 o'clock, we're going to talk some cricket with Razine. Domestic and international, lots going on around the globe and in New Zealand, Kiwi players. Women's and men's doing extremely well on the big stage. So we're going to talk some cricket just after 8 o'clock with Lizine. Looking forward to talking some cricket. And then towards later in the show, we're going to talk about mental health awareness. It's a big part of our show, or any awareness, to be honest. Nick Gill riding his Watt bike for 24 hours, raising money for bowel cancer and early detection. Matt Wallbank running 654 kilometres in a month. For suicide awareness. So there were 654 suicides last year in New Zealand, which is a terrible stat. Um, and, well, Matt Wilbank uh, ran 654 kilometres, raising some money for suicide awareness. 
And well, today we want to speak to Matt Finn. So Matt Finn, who is running non-stop until he gets one million comments on a social post raising awareness for mental health. So we're going to have Matt Finn on today, who is running non-stop until he gets one million comments on a social post. And wow, put that in perspective. I don't even know if Kylie Jenner's got one million comments on her post. So... Hey, uh, we're going to get right behind Matt Finn and, and support him as much as we can and hopefully get him those uh, those comments. Uh, but great work from him, raising money for mental health. So we've got a good show. And like I say, every day I want to hear from you at home, 0800-150-811 on the Kennard Tire phone line or give us a text, double eight, double three, and we'll have those conversations with you. Anything you want to talk about, cricket, rugby, mental health awareness. If you want to have a chat about mental health, give us a call, Any. Time. We're here to chat, we're here to here to talk to you, we're here to listen. Uh, anyway, that's enough for me. Hi to the team in Auckland. Joe, Kez, Trudy, Bluey, Louie, and my good mate, Baz McCullum in Matamata. Good morning, Baz. Good morning, brother. couple of little challenges this morning, but nothing we can't overcome, my friend, such as the tenacity <laughs> with which we approach each day here on SENZ and the Baz and Izzy for breakfast show. But uh, it's great to talk to you, mate. Beautiful little intro as well, eh? Jeepers, you're just flying, aren't you? Absolutely flying at the helm of the ship. Love and life. you got your blue <laughs> polo on to symbolise what's been a wonderful 24 hours if you're in the blue corner, eh? So is a couple of yeah, the others up there in the, uh, in the studio. I don't think Joe's in the blue corner. I think Joe's in the different – he's in the red corner, eh? Pinstripe red on. <laughs> but now it's good to talk to you, mate. Well, actually, Joe could be a politician in time. He's got yeah. that kind of, oh, I think so. He's got that kind of intelligence and and sort of you know, humour about him, which would go quite well in down there in, in Wellington. Actually, you'd you'd fit in nicely in Wellington too, I reckon. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I actually could see myself being a politician when I'm like 40 and a bit more like mature and stuff. Like my mum's always said I'd be a good politician. You know, she says I'm likable, I'm good looking. Oh, sorry. She says that. She says that. She says I'm good looking. <laughs> Louise said I should stop saying I'm good looking on the radio. But um, yeah. No, would, you, I, would you keep your moustache if you're a politician? Uh, yeah, I think I would. I think I'm always going to look a bit like a boy. So I think I need like facial hair to make me look a bit manly. Mailey. Manly. <laughs> oh, manly. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you said Mailey. No, yeah. but, oh, I, but but I am I am probably left-leaning, which doesn't sit well here. But yeah, yeah, I'm probably, you know, I live close to Jacinda. Um, she's yeah. got a house near me. I'm a big fan. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. All right. Well, enjoy your last day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. We love a bit of balance here on business for breakfast, don't we? We can't all just be, you know, we can't all be like lemons and just go over the cliff altogether. We need a bit of balance and a, to make sure that we're uh, we kept nice and honest. But big news, you say? Well, that wasn't it. Is not that we need to be talking politics, but Christopher Luxon nah, and Nicola Willis in charge. It was exciting news, mate, and. Um... Even just hearing Chris Luxon talk, post it, he's just very smart. Uh, he's got a bit of a personality, a bit of swagger around him, and I think that's what our leader, well, the leader needs for the National Party, you know, just someone with a bit of personality, someone that's 
got a bit of direction and um, can can just head head in the right direction. So no, it's exciting news, mate. It's, it, it is. I'm really looking forward to seeing it, what they do and just you know Simon Bridges has backed them and he pulled out of the race early yesterday morning, yesterday morning and just gave him a chance to really get out and and flourish. And so yeah, it was it was a good day. Good day. Now there's a bit of stability in the in the party. You can actually just get mm. go forward, move forward, and get some traction going instead of just rattling around like a like a one legged one wheeled bloody bus or something like that. You know, it's uh, it's been a bit yeah. of a sideshow as of late. Um, but no, bit of balance, though. Bit of balance, mate. Bit of balance back here. Yeah, yeah. And now we're going to have a fair fight. That's good for all of us here in New Zealand, right? Fair fight between a couple of big parties. Anyway, we don't need to be talking about that. But, um, mate, heaps going on in the sporting world overnight as well, eh? Tiger Woods coming out. That was pretty cool to see him back in in the media. What did you make of that? Well, mate, I love Tiger. I love Tiger. Someone asked me this question. If you had to have dinner with two or three athletes or people around the world, Tiger was one of them. Kobe was another one. And... uh, can't remember the other one, but Tiger, mate, absolute champion. Um, just like you talk about mental toughness, that is the ultimate. Someone like him who's yeah, been at the highs of highs, but also been at the lows of lows as well. And if there's anyone that's going to get through this horrific accident, accident it's going to be Tiger. And just getting an understanding from his interview, he's not there. He's never going to be the same. Uh, he's going to have an injury, injuries in his right leg that are going to affect him for the rest of his life. So I think that's the last of of Tiger, we're going to see winning majors or, or being a, a force on, on the big stage. But I think this ain't the end of them. I think that Champions Tour comes up in a couple of years. He can ride around yeah. on his car. And just getting an understanding from his interview, he's going to pick and choose. I guess when you're in the, when you've won 80-odd PGA Tours and 15 uh, majors, you can pick and choose anyone to play. So we're not, we haven't seen the last Tiger, but we're just not going to see him at the heights that he was. Um, so for me... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a sad time, but, you know, we've really got to embrace and cherish the moment that we had with Tiger, and I think, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's an outstanding um, career he's had. And, and that's a question that, that I want to pose to people out there as well, double eight, double three. Where does Tiger sit as all-time golfers, in your opinion? Is he the goat? Is he the greatest? He obviously didn't get to the um, Jack, Nich- Jack Nicholas's record of, of 17 majors or 18 majors, whatever it is, he was a couple off. But still, with the way he has, um, you know, dominated a sport that is technically, mentally, tactically so hard for such a long period of time, mm-hmm. where does he sit? Where does he sit on the golfing world? And your eyes, so give us a text, double eight, double three. Mm-hmm. Where does Tiger Woods sit? And what is your greatest memories? What are your greatest memories of the great man Tiger Woods? Like he's an absolute champion. There's so many that I can think of. Baz, you know, when standing there in his red polo mm-hmm. and. He's just yeah. grinding out a gutsy win, you know, and he's just dominating. So yeah, there's many, many, many. What about, um, what about yesterday when in that press conference is when he talked about the champions dinner and he was like, that's what, you know, uh, if anything, I just missed the champions dinner. To me, that sounds like a hell of a night, eh? Must be a great, <laughs> <laughs> must be a good event. If he's not even talking about like, yeah, we'll get back to golf. Yeah. It'd be nice to win. Yeah. yeah it'd be nice to get all that. But gee, I'd like to get back to the champions dinner. <laughs> 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 oh, I have no, I have no. 
<laughs> he said, yeah, you know, just all the people in the room and just the presence of everyone there. And I was like, oh, all right. All right. Yeah. Just to be a fly on the wall in the old champion's dinner would be would be quite a nice one. But no, it was pretty cool to see him back, eh? Well, not back, but see him out in public after what, what unfolded. So, yeah. Imagine if he came back. Imagine if he was able to win another tournament. Well, I wouldn't put it past him, mate, because when he won the Masters, no way in hell I picked that. No way. I was like, no, nah, mm. no, nah, he won't do it. He won't do it. And then he goes and wins the Masters. And, and you're, mate, that's right. He could come back and actually dominate. You know, that's how good he is. And, um, oh, yeah. He's just, he's a fascinating, fascinating. I just, yeah, loved what he was about, mate. Just a real dominant figure and just grinded. So if there's anyone I'd love to meet, no, actually in the 2019 World Cup in Japan, a lot of the um, ex-rugby players actually went and played golf with him. And, and when he was playing the Zozo oh, tournament over there, Brian, yeah, Brian Habana played with him and um, all, oh. those, all those all the lads over in, in over in Japan, man, I was so envious. I was like, oh, no, I would have loved to be there. But um, wasn't meant to be. Oh. It's all good. It's all good. How'd you go? Yeah. You, how'd you go yesterday, mate? You had a wee hit. Were you tiger or what? Oh, I actually started all right. Went par, par, left two birdie putts short again. Tapping, so. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I got the swing thing going on. You know, I'm ready to roll here. And then I hit two balls out of town on the third just straight out of bounds. I was like, oh, out of bounds, drop one, bang, out of bounds, drop one. I was like, oh, God's sakes. And then end up making like an eight on the third or something. But, and then it started raining. Um, and oh, it was just miserable. Yeah. So we got through 10 holes and then decided to put the cue in the rack and went to the pub for lunch instead, which was a far better idea. And <laughs> uh, and just managed to have a little glass of wine in the afternoon with me uh, ravioli at the local here. I played with Graham Richardson and Lance O'Sullivan, of course, former, um, yeah. well, current trainers. Uh, Graham Richardson was a former jumps jockey, um, not a very good one. And then uh, Lance O'Sullivan was probably the best jockey we've ever we've ever seen, um, maybe up until J-Mac. So it was good to catch up with them. And then a good mate of mine as well, who is our fencer. How strong are fences, by the way? His swing, he hits, <laughs> he's got this little half swing. So a little half yeah. swing, and the ball just goes miles. It's like yeah. They've just got, I guess, swinging a hammer all day. You're probably going to be quite strong, aren't you? But yeah, hey, those, those those fences, they 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 work extremely hard. You know, when you're growing up, and your mum and dad are like, go get a job, go get a job, man, go do something. You know, Colin Meads used to walk up and down hills all day. You know, get out there and do something, son. And the one job that you never want to do, or two jobs, so the one one of them was hay. Never want to go do haying because haying's like all night. You're stacking hay all day. Physically tough, good for your fitness, but don't want to do it. You know, you're a teenager. Nah, way too hard. And fencing, mate. Fencing. Walking up yeah. and down cliffs, up and down farms, fencing all day. That's why they're tough, mate. They are tough. And your son's doing it, eh? Yeah, so my son's done a couple of days um, for, for my mate Jamie. Um yeah, it, it's good for him. Like he actually, I don't think he particularly enjoys it, but I think he enjoys the fact that the money's going to come in, and it's a good discipline as yeah. well. So he seems to be, uh, well, it's good for him to get out there and earn a bit of bread, hey, rather than just old Baz having to keep forking it out. So, yeah, it's good. Keep working hard, son. You're doing a good job. Proud of you. Um, hey, uh, after the break, we're going to talk a little bit about um, IPL stuff as well.
and some of the Kiwi yep. boys associated with the IPL because last night was the retention um, deadline for uh, IPL franchises to release the four players that they're going to um, hold on to and everyone else will go back into the mega auction. So I'll explain a little bit about that because it's quite a fascinating process and involves a couple of the Kiwi boys in particular, our skipper, Kane Williamson. So stay with us for that. We've got plenty more to come here on Baznizzi for breakfast as well. It is 18 minutes past six. We'll be very, we'll be back with you very soon. Big thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.